0: Hello and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. How are you doing on this Monday, January 18th, 2021? This is episode 454 in the works. It might not be January 18th for you when you're listening to this podcast, but it is for me right now. It's early Monday morning. Temperatures right now in the city of Oswego, right in the beautiful right on the beautiful lake shores of Lake Ontario. It's 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Feels like 25. Highs are going to be about 32 degrees Fahrenheit with no snow today in the forecast. Winds are out of the northwest at 6 miles per hour. If you follow the show, I was telling you, we had seven days of snow in the forecast, but it just didn't come to fruition, which doesn't break my heart. It's been a crazy, crazy, unseasonably warm, I'd not always warm, but no snow. I grew up in central New York, born and raised here, and uh, it's weird to see green. There's a little bit of snow right now, it snowed overnight, but nothing to shovel, that's for sure. It is Martin Luther King Jr. Day here in America, so you might be off. Listening. If you're in another country, welcome. I'd like to welcome Singapore. Hey Singapore, how you doing? How's the world doing? Hello world. I'm fine. Thanks. <laughs> the world is doing fine. That was really weird. I just asked how the world was doing, and my computer answered back that she was doing fine. All right. Stick around, we got a good show for you. We're just going to kind of talk, stuff things, share some thoughts, ideas, head on over to the History Channel's website, back site, share a quote, and just what's going on in my life. We'll be right back. And we're back, listening to a little sound creation that I made over three years ago. I just opened the app back up the other day. I, it was difficult to do it in the first place when I tried to do it, and I opened up the app the other day, couldn't remember my password, then I finally remembered it, and uh, you can make songs. It's like GarageBand, but GarageBand, I can't understand to save my life. And SoundTrap is a little tricky, too. There's the big learning curve. All right, let's jump into our quote. I don't have an author for this quote, so it's unknown. But uh, I think it's just a good motto to live by. You never look good trying to make someone look bad. That is true. You never look good trying to make someone look bad. Uh I know a lot of times it's easier to do that. You know, it's not I don't know. Okay. Where are we going with this show? Oh, I start diving class tomorrow. I'm so excited. I can't wait to start the plunge starting tomorrow. My class starts at uh six in the evening. So it's an evening class being that we are in covid it's going to be a, like a one-on-one with the dive instructor and I start out with doing the book work first and that's a couple couple days of book work and then the open water dive and the open water dive I really am looking forward to because that is over a shipwreck by the name of the Key Storm and it's in the St Lawrence River, right in the middle, one mile west of Oak Island, middle of St. Lawrence River. The Keystorm was a cargo steamer. She was built at Newcastle in Great Britain in 1909 for the Keystorm Transportation Company of Montreal. She measures 250 feet in length with a a 42.5-foot beam. On October 26, 1912, on a night with much fog, she ran into the Scow Island Shoal. The Keystorm slid off the shoal and finally sank in deeper water. Year built, 1909. Year sank, 1912. The depth is 100 feet. The difficulty level is advanced. So I'm a little I'm like, whoa, we're doing an open water dive on the Keystorm, and I'm like, whoa. But um, the note says that she's laying on the shore, shoal of the starboard side. The bow and the wheelhouse is in about 25 feet of water, so that's nice. I'll be able to see the wheelhouse and the bow and everything. The propeller is at about 115 feet. Cargo holds are open and accessible. There is a uh, there's a lot of rigging strewn about that can be dangerous, so I have to be careful there. And mooring buoys mooring buoys are available. And it says there's a good current on the surface because it's the St. Lawrence River. So I'm excited. I'm nervous about this whole plunge that I'm taking. I have had a tank strapped to my tank or tank a strap the spit it out patrick my show is unedited unedited unscripted so i apologize i have had a tank strapped on my back before there we go so that won't be foreign to me i've had a regulator in my mouth i know how to breathe underwater with a scuba tank so that won't be foreign it's just that i'm not certified to dive and once you're certified you're certified for life the certification that I'm getting is an open water one, which allows me to go up to 60 feet. And then if you want to go and advance and get your recreation, rec, recreational <laughs> diving, that's 130 feet. I can't say that word. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. I'm a little nervous, though, because I don't know how much math is really involved, and I struggle immensely with math, even simple, simple math, uh, I struggle with. So I'm hoping there's not a lot of math. But it will be neat. I think being on a one-on-one will help me, too, because I come from a small school. The school I graduated, we only had 33 in my senior class graduating people, 33 in my high school graduating class There was 176 kids in the whole school my senior year. That was 7th through 12th grade. Very small school. All right, yeah, I'm jumping all around. We're all over topic. That's kind of the way my brain works. But uh, hopefully you're able to stick with me. (laughs) I've got more to talk about. Stick around. We'll be right back. Magically, we're back. So... I'm telling you how I'm starting diving class. I need to get in, like, shape. I need to, like, move. And five, uh, a little over five years ago, over five years ago, when I got sober, when I was in rehab, I took up yoga there because they offered yoga as part of your, part of the rehabilitation. And I really liked it. And then when I came home, I didn't stick with it. And my wife really likes yoga and does yoga. So her and I started doing yoga uh, the other night together, and it was really awesome. And it was just a really good connection that we felt with one another. I needed the movement. Like this morning, I can feel it in my my hips, because <laughs> I'm just tight. After my car accident, too, in 2019, when I was hit head-on, and then I was trapped in my car for over an hour. They had to cut me out of it. And then I spent, you know, off t- awful lot of time in the hospital and then time in a wheelchair. And So I'm just not, I'm very stiff. I'm not as flexible. And plus I'm getting older. I have to admit, I'm, co- I'm coming up there in March of this year. I'll be 51. I can't believe it. It's like, holy moly, 51. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little late, producer. (laughs) 51. Oh, well, 51. It's just a number, right? Earlier I said, welcome to Singapore. Um, I got from chartable.com that the peak position that we live on a planet ranked in Singapore, believe it or not, number one. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? We live on a planet ranked number one in Singapore on Apple Podcasts, Personal Journals. And then I checked again, and when I checked, I was ranked like 150. <laughs> so I was like, hey, my peak position was one. At least I peaked at number one, but I'm, I'm down to like 150. So But thank you, Singapore. Thank you, world. Um, thank you, Pedro Pena. I'd like to thank him, too, for my stuttering life, the love he gave me the other day on Twitter. And Pedro is a podcaster, and he's he's just got a good following. He's a great guy, he's, and for him to share that he was listening to my podcast gave me that exposure, so thank you. That's what I always ask you listeners. If you're enjoying the show, tell a friend, share share. We Live on a Planet, tell them about it, and they can enjoy it too. So I'm excited. Uh the buffalo bills won the other night. Let's get some can. There we go. Some more can cheer. Buffalo Bills beat the Ravens 17 to 3. I was worried and nervous about that game cuz it's the playoffs. So you if you win, you're in. You're you lose, you're out. They are playing Kansas City January 24th at 6:40 Eastern time. And uh their one game this game. If they win this one, they go to the Super Bowl. And I can't believe it. You know, they're one game away. Kansas City right now is a good team. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. But Josh Allen for the Bills, I'm, I'm a Bills fan. I've always been a Bills fan. It's the only team I like. And Patrick Mahomes got hurt yesterday in the playoff game, got a little bit of turf toe. So that got him where he was kind of Uh, limping a little bit and then he got a concussion so all my best wishes to Patrick Mahomes because I don't want to see anybody hurt and plus if the Bills which they are going to because I'm being positive are going to be Kansas City if the Bills beat him without Patrick Mahomes everybody's going to say the only reason why the Bills won is because Patrick wasn't able to play but protocol for concussion I believe is 10 days in the NFL and if They'll do everything they can to get that that guy into play, though, I'm sure. And um, hopefully they don't rush it because a head injury or concussion, that's more important than some stupid playoff game in the big grand scheme of things, you know what I mean? So, all right, (laughs) we'll be right back. And welcome back. Thank you for coming back. Sorry, this show is all over the place. I just kind of, I've been really up and down on a roller coaster ride lately. So I'm looking forward to talking to my therapist this week. And uh, thank goodness for insurance because I was telling you in my last show how I had to call in for my prescription. It's, this sounds criminal and it, it sounds ter- I, it It should be illegal. One of my prescriptions for my mental health, 30 pills, is $1,492 and some change for 30 pills, almost $1,500. Well, I don't know what I would do if I didn't have insurance. It's like, that's the problem here too with mental health and medications for that it's how how does one how, what would I do if I didn't have and then I was really nervous because it's the new year and so it starts a new deductible and so I wasn't sure what out-of-pocket cost was going to be for my prescription because the you have to meet your deductible once it once I meet my deductible I end up not having to pay for my prescriptions, but at the beginning of the year, I have to pay out of pocket, and thank goodness it was not that almost fifteen hundred dollars. But, um, yeah, like I said, it's I've just been kind of on a roller coaster ride. It's it could be this season, you know, because who knows what it is, it's just my chemical imbalance. Sometimes it's hard to even shower or let alone eat. I don't even want to eat. The other day I realized I went all day long until the evening without even having anything in my belly. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to be mindful and work on my mental health physically too, of like movement. And, you know, I take my meds and I see my therapist and I talk to a doctor and I do everything I can. And I'm trying to keep all my ducks in a row, but it it's not always easy, not always easy. So if you're out there struggling, I can relate. If you're out there struggling with any, um, substance abuse, I can relate to that too. It's not easy, but, um, it can be done because I'm sober and I, I did feel like drinking the other night though. So it's weird. You know, I, I can have this many years of sobriety, but it's still right there. It's right Always there that I'm fighting it, and um, when I've been on this roller coaster that I am, I feel like if maybe I just got drunk, it would make all these feelings go away. And I'm like, I know that's not the answer, and I don't want to throw away my sobriety just because I'm crying for no reason, you know, type stuff. And uh, that can happen to me, where all of a sudden it just out of nowhere, it's like anything can just get me, get me sad or something. It's kind of, it's a struggle. It's something I'm always dealing with. Man, I don't know where this podcast is going. <laughs> uh, stick around we come back. Oh no, before we, before we head on over to the fact site and the history channel, um, I want to talk about something that we all do. And it's, it's something that, you're going to be like, why are you even talking about this? But it's funny to me because, um, you don't realize it. And when you're an, once you, when you become an adult, the little things can make you happy. And, uh, I was walking around the other day and I'm like, man, my feet just don't feel comfortable. And I put my socks on and I look down at my toes and they look like eagle talons. I figured I, I could have swooped up a couple fish with my talons so I had to cut my toenails. Everybody has to cut their toenails. You know, it's something we all have to do. And then once I did, I, my feet felt so good. I was just like, this is adulting. The little things of like, because I, when I was a little kid, I don't remember the satisfaction of that feeling of cutting fingernails or toenails. And now my socks feel better. My shoes fit better. My feet feel better. And I'm like just from a simple self-care. And that's what I mean by, like, the mental health, the just self-care. Sometimes those little things go at the wayside, and trying to take care of those little things, and just doing that put me in a better mood and made me feel a little bit better about myself. And now I don't have eagle talons. I'm figuring, too, if I'm going to be starting my diving class, I didn't want to be taken off my... <laughs> socks and have the dive master look and go what do you plan on spear fishing with those things what are you doing (laughs) all right (laughs) i don't know where i'm going with this we'll be right back when we come back we'll learn something stick around welcome back back, back. back. i'm so glad you came back even though i'm all over (laughs) the show is not pear-shaped but um my brain is all over. We are at the History Channel's website. We'll see if we can put a wrinkle on our brain. On January 18, 1919, in Paris, France, some of the most powerful people in the world meet to begin the long, complicated negotiation that would officially mark the end of the First World War. Ward? War. <laughs> first World War. Man, it's pretty simple. It's syllables, moving your tongue, opening your mouth. It should be pretty simple to spit out words. Sometimes it's not. What else do we have? 1975 art, literature, and film history. Mandy is Barry Manilow's first number one pop hit. He would go on to sell more than 75 million records over the course of his career. 1912, exploration. Robert Falcon Scott reaches the South Pole. 1912. 1778, Captain Cook reaches Hawaii. On January 18, 1778, the English explorer, Captain James Cook, becomes the first European to travel to the Hawaiian Islands. Um, 2009, GM. Auctions off historic cars. Scottsdale, Arizona, the big um, place where they sell cars. I can't think of where it is, but they had uh, a 1996 Buick Blackhawk concept car sold for more than $522,000 and some change. Here's one in sports. 1958, the NHL, National Hockey League, is integrated. Um, 1803, President Jefferson requests funding for Lewis and Clark exploration. Jefferson officially asks for $2,500 in funding from Congress though some sources indicate the expedition ultimately costs closer to $50,000. Wow, that's a lot of money. Art, Literature and Film History 18 or not 18, 1985, the Cohen brothers re- released the debut film Blood Simple. I've never seen that, but I've seen a lot of Cohen brother movies. I guess I should check out Blood Simple. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen that I should check out. Anyways, I'm just, uh, I don't keep up. I'm like old school movies still. The new ones I haven't watched as much. 1990, I remember this in crime. Washington, D.C. Mayor Marion Barry is arrested on drug charges. I remember that. Crack cocaine. Yay. Undercover sting. And then the last one. 1862, President John Tyler dies at the age of 71. All right. So we learned something. We got a little wrinkle on our brain. On our brain. <laughs> uh, stick around. When we come back. We'll head on over to the fact site. I'll be right back. Welcome back. So I'm hoping like starting this diving class will get me out of my funk to, you know, get my mind concentrating on something positive. This yoga is really going to help me because I felt so good after doing yoga with my wife. I was like, just, I felt a real big emotion where I needed it and the movement felt so good. All right, so we are at thefactsite.com. I I love heading on over to thefactsite.com because they have just some interesting things. And one that popped out to me was, since I am starting scuba diving, is the Great Carrier Reef, the largest fabricated reef ever. I didn't say the Great Barrier, the Great Carrier. Yeah, it's 25, or excuse me, 24 miles from the coast of Pensacola, sitting at the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico, is the USS Arins- Arinskini, an 880-foot former U.S. Navy aircraft carrier, the world's largest recycled man-made reef. The Great Carrier Reef was created on the 17th of May, 2006, when the U.S. Navy towed the car- uh, retired carrier out to sea filled it with 500 pounds of strategically placed explosives, then detonated them in a series of tactical bursts. After only 37 minutes and decades of storied services at sea, the USS Orinsky Ar- was laid to rest forever below the waves she once stood upon. Uh, Yeah, I think that's pretty neat. At the time, it was the world's largest man-made reef, but the title has since gone to one in the Mexican Caribbean. However, the one built there was purposely built for the occasion, and such the USS Oriskany and the Great Carrier Reef, as it's now become known by the divers who frequent the spot, is the world's largest man-made reef, of recycled materials I think that's pretty neat that would be something to go see because like I said uh, the diving that I'm gonna gonna be doing is all um wetsuit diving and I when you're in the ocean and stuff you still it depends on what part of the oceans you're in you'd still need a wetsuit But uh, if you're in Hawaii or the Caribbean or Jamaica scuba diving, you don't need a wetsuit because the water temperature is going to be a lot warmer. All right, so that was good. There was a lot more about the facts site on the Great Carrier Reef. Uh, If you want to know more about it, definitely go check that out. Check out my website, too. I would appreciate that. There you can reach me. Leave me a voicemail. Leave me an email. It's com. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. You can tell them that it's fun. It's a train wreck. It's whatever you want to tell them. <laughs> Share it with them. I would appreciate it. Do your best today to stay curious and not judgmental as well. Love one another and you never look good trying to make someone look bad all right, my friends, I do appreciate your time and your support. It means so much to me. I couldn't do it without you. So thank you. And I'll talk to you real soon. Peace.